0: same with us same now is the time to confess you are God, one day every knee will bow, still the greatest treasure remains
1: amen and please be seated welcome to worship on this beautiful sunday morning it is a bit breezy but that feels quite wonderful if you ask me so welcome to worship on this beautiful day and now friends the peace of christ be with you all and let us greet one another And good morning to those online and let us gather in a moment of prayer. Holy and loving God, we thank you and we praise you for allowing us to be here this morning as we worship outside in the courtyard. Pour your Holy Spirit upon us as we worship you this morning. Through Christ our Lord we pray, amen. And now it's time for the children's moment. So kids, you guys can come forward. Well, you are gonna find out why there's mustard in a hot dog bun in just a moment. So come take a seat up here, guys. I know, I thought we had some more kids somewhere here today. Well, you are gonna find out why there's mustard. Okay, so why don't we start with this. What is this thing that we have right a here? Dog, hot dog. A hot dog bun. Okay, what do you guys like to eat on your hot dogs? Uh, uh, ketchup. Ketchup? Nothing? Hey adults, what do you guys like to eat on your hot dogs? Ooh, I heard a mustard out there. Relish, uh-huh, all right, so mustard. This. Chili? Oh, you guys are going all out. Chili, cheese, everything. There's all sorts of things that you can put on your hot dogs. Well, this right here is mustard. Now, neither of my kids eat mustard. Do You guys eat mustard? But when I was a kid, I ate mustard on my hot dogs. And so mustard, do you know that mustard, it's something that's made out of a tiny little seed from a mustard tree. It's an itty-bitty, tiny, tiny seed. And yet from that tiny little mustard seed, not only can you make mustard, which does make hot dogs quite delicious, not only can you make this kind of mustard, but you can also plant that itty-bitty, tiny seed, and it grows into a gigantic shrub. Now a shrub is like that thing right behind you. It's like a bush. But it can turn into a shrub that's as big as a tall tree. There are some mustard mustard trees, which are really shrubs, that grow as tall as this church in Israel and Palestine where Jesus was from. And Jesus says that if we have faith the size of a mustard seed, anything is possible for us. If we have faith the size of a mustard seed, Jesus says that we could tell, tell a mountain to uproot itself and move itself and it would listen. Can you believe that? Jesus says that we have, if we have faith the size of a mustard seed, anything's impossible for us. So this is what I want you guys to remember today. You guys listening over there, you boys? This is what you need to remember. If we have faith in God anything is possible for us anything hard that we need to do anything difficult anything scary anything is possible for us if we have real true strong faith and sometimes we don't have faith in ourselves sometimes we're like i don't think i can do this but if we have faith in god then we can have the ability to do all things and that's your good news for you today and that is why i had a little bit of mustard here so now let's stand up and let's say a prayer I think our boys are sleepy this morning come on oh i think these kids are sleepy all right let's say a prayer holy and loving god we thank you and we praise you for gathering us to worship you and lord please teach our young ones to have faith in you let them have faith in you that is as pure as a mustard seed let them have faith in you that will get them through even the hardest of times through christ our lord we pray amen and you can go back with miss sue for sunday school today if you have any announcements you can come forward at this time Uh, I do want to make sure that you all know that this Saturday is Lois Greger's memorial service that is this Saturday I know we've had a lot of memorial services lately but this Saturday at 10 a.m. we will be here in the sanctuary for Lois Greger's service
2: good morning folks um, with the heat and humidity uh, we decided late yesterday to postpone our uh, church cleanup um, <laughs> I mean it is August I mean it's the dog days of summer and it just happens to show up now but uh, with the humidity and uh, just even some of the smallest things that I do even with camping and being out with the boys I'm just like there's just no way we're gonna do that and yesterday it was pretty warm uh, during the, the funeral service. So uh, we will reschedule. So I, I'm sure you're you're, all, you're you're very sad about not doing the cleanup today. <laughs> so just stay tuned. We'll reschedule. Okay. I harvested again this morning just before service. And we've only got one cucumber and one pepper. But there's quite a few tomatoes over there. So if anybody has use for them, please take whatever you need. Thank you. Good morning Uh, first I want to wish Dave Dubert a happy birthday (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't go without saying happy birthday (laughs) Um, next if you can count and you are interested we are going to start bells again Uh, first week or second week in September Gail is not sure But if you can count and you're 13 and older, you're male and female, you're live, you're walking, or you're however you get around, and you'd like to ring bells, uh, let me know or give Gail Sweeney a call. All the music is marked, so you don't have to read music. You just have to count. So I hope some of you. How high? One, two, three, four. Can you do that? All right. Chad, are you going to join us? (laughs) We take male or female, or others. (laughs) So please let us know.
3: Everybody, hear me okay? Talk louder. That's not something I hear most times. Okay, will you please join me in the opening litany? We join together as hungry eaters to be nourished by the food that you offer us. God of sustenance, give us this day our daily bread. As you care for the wheat fields that turn into bread and the vineyards that labor to produce sweet wine, tend to our bodies by feeding us what we need for healthy growth. God of abundance, give us this day our daily bread. The rich crops that you have prepared are now ready to be harvested by our hands and our hearts. Holy Spirit come, give us this day our daily bread.
0: You were condemned I'm alive and well Your spirit is you Amazing love, how can it be that you, my King, would die?
1: reading today comes from Hebrews chapter 11. This is a letter that is written by someone that we are unsure of. The author does not name themselves in this letter. It's the letter written to the Hebrews, which was written to all Jewish Christians throughout the area, especially those under Roman persecution. And so listen to these words from Hebrews. We're going to read verses 1 through 16, but we're going to skip a few in the process says now faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen indeed by faith our ancestors received approval by faith we understand the worlds were prepared by the word of god so that what is seen is made from things that are not visible by faith abraham obeyed when he was called to set for a place that he was to receive as an inheritance and as he set out not knowing where he was going By faith, he stayed for a time in the land that he had been promised, as in a foreign land living in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked forward to the city that has foundations, whose architect and builder is God. By faith he received power of procreation, even though he was too old, and Sarah herself was barren, because he considered him faithful, who had promised. Therefore from one person, and this one as good as dead, that's him saying that Abraham was really old, by the way, as good as dead, descendants were born, as many as the stars of heaven and as innumerable grains of the sand of the seashore. All of these died in faith without having received the promises, but from a distance they saw and greeted them. They confessed that they were strangers and foreigners on the earth. For people who speak in this way make it clear that they are seeking a homeland. If they had been thinking of the land that had been left behind, they would have had an opportunity to return. But as it is, they desire a better country that is a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God. Indeed, God has prepared a city for them. Now, friends, before I end, I'm going to reread to you the first verse. This is the verse that I want you to listen to. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.
0: Your promise your promises to me
1: Amen. And let us pray. Holy and loving God, we thank you and we praise you for allowing us to be here. We thank you and we praise you for allowing us to worship you. We thank you and we praise you for gathering us together. And now, Lord, we ask that you bless the words of our mouths and the thoughts of our minds and all that we do and all that we say, because we pray that whether we are here in this place or out there in this world, that all that we do and all that we say can be holy and acceptable to you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Through Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen. So as I said, the letter to the Hebrews was written to Jewish Christians who were scattered throughout a whole entire region, but especially Jewish Christians who were under Roman persecution. And so the people that this letter was written to were people that were going through hard times. They were struggling. They were struggling to even maintain their faith in the face of uh, persecution. And so this letter, we don't know who wrote it, but one of the most important verses in this letter is one that we just read. I even read it to you twice, because if you're going to memorize a verse this might be one of the good verses that you want to memorize it's such an important verse that faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things unseen say that with me faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things unseen now dr king actually paraphrased this verse and said it a little bit differently he said that faith is taking the first step even when you don't see the whole staircase. Faith is taking that first step, even when you don't see the whole staircase. And the author of Hebrews uses Abraham as an example. Now, we all know who Abraham is. Abraham is the father of nations. He's the father of Judaism and Christianity and Islam. He is the father of nations. But for most of his life, Abraham wasn't a father at all. For most of his life, Abraham had no children. And yet God had promised him that his descendants would be more numerable than the stars in the sky and yet abraham was getting older and older and he was still having no children so finally his wife sarah said okay take my maidservant hagar and have a child with her and so we did and he had ishmael and so first he hagar gave birth to ishmael but then still he and his wife sarah had no children and they were getting older I really kind of get a kick out of what Hebrew says says that Abraham was as good as dead saying that Abraham was an extremely old man at this point past the point of being able to have children and yet God said that Abraham and Sarah would have a child And Abraham believed, and then somehow, miraculously, Sarah, who was also quite old, became pregnant. But the thing that we're supposed to remember from this, the thing that we're supposed to focus on, is the fact that Abraham believed that God would do what God said. Abraham believed that if God made a promise, then God would fulfill that promise. And the author of Hebrews uses this story to teach us that our faith... Must be stronger than our fears. Our faith must be stronger than our trials. Our faith must be stronger than our doubts. That is the entire purpose of this letter. Our faith, which is rooted in Christ Jesus our Lord, must be stronger than anything and everything that we face in this world because faith. Faith is like having confidence in God, even when we lack confidence in ourselves. Anybody here ever lack confidence in yourself? sometimes just me okay good I see some of you guys now I'm gonna tell you a little story now I uh, just uh, it was about a month ago a little over a month ago at the end of June I had this wedding to officiate and it was a beautiful wedding to a lovely couple and it was a wonderful wedding at a beautiful facility it was an outdoor wedding and it was a hot June day much hotter than it is right now it was one of those hot June days and the Sun was shining and there wasn't a cloud in the sky and I've officiated some of your weddings here but does anybody know what I wear for a wedding I wear what color robe yep a black robe and the sun was shining and the wedding was outside and there was a covering and the covering covered everybody all the guests who came to sit down but those of us who had to stand at the front for everybody to see you know what we didn't have we did not have shade and so of course I'm the pastor so I have to stand there and I have to wait before the wedding actually begins I have to stand there until eventually after everybody's seated the groom comes and he stands by me and then we we're waiting for the bride to come down and that poor groom was sweating like crazy Uh, you know but it was one of those hot days but I was I was standing there before the groom even came down I'm standing there in my black robe with the sun shining down on me and I started to lose confidence in my ability to stay there without passing out because I I've passed out before I've had that happen on a hot day before where I just fainted and I was like oh no so I stood there I started like rifling through the pockets of my robe I don't know what I expected to find but I started sticking my hand in the pockets of my robe and I found a cough drop and I so I put the cough drop in my mouth I said, okay, well, I'll put this cough drop in my mouth and hope that it distracts my body from the fact that there's a very very strong possibility that I might faint right here before this wedding even begins. And so then I was standing there, and everybody hopefully thought that I was just standing there nicely with a smile on my face, but what I was doing was praying like crazy. Like praying, and, and not like a nice soft prayer, but I was being pretty darn pushy with God. I was like, God, do not let me pass out. <laughs> God, do not let me ruin this beautiful couple's wedding by crashing down before it even begins or in the middle of it. I'm just standing there praying with all my might, like, God, I have zero confidence in myself right now to be able to handle this. But, God, I need you. I need you to keep me standing here. I need you. I told you I was being pushy in my prayer. I'm standing there just begging God, God, I need you to keep me on my feet. And then down came the groom. Poor guy was so darn sweaty. Down came the groom, and then down came the bride, and the service started, and then the service ended. All without me crashing to the ground. Thank the Lord. I wasn't sure there. But here's the thing. So often, I don't know about you, but I don't always have the greatest amount of confidence in myself, especially with something like that. I mean, I am the one who literally passed out in a pastoral visit in a hospital and ended up with four staples in my head just a few years ago. So I don't always have the greatest amount of confidence in myself. But the thing is that I know, and I hope that you know too, that we always have to have confidence in God and you know when we think about how confidence is like taking the first step even when we don't see the whole staircase in my mind confidence is when we confidence in God is when we lose faith in ourselves but we still have faith that God can carry us on There are times in our lives where we're going to lose faith in our own ability. We're going to wonder if we can continue. We are going to wonder if our bodies will have the strength that they need. We are going to wonder if we can continue to walk on, if we can continue to do whatever it is that we're doing. But sometimes when we lose faith in ourselves, that is when we rely on God so much more deeply. Have any of you been in that place where you've lost total confidence in yourself and yet you've turned to God and you know what God does? (laughs) God gives us strength. That's confidence. I was thinking about this, that you know, there's so much stuff about having good self-confidence and self-confidence is great, but self-confidence only gets us so far. What we need is we need confidence that when our abilities come to a halt, when our abilities can no longer carry us on, that God will give us the strength and God will give us the courage and God will give us the ability to do so much more. In this next month, we're gonna have all of our young people that are going off to college or maybe graduated college and going off to do new things. We're going to have people that have to go off and try new things in their life, go off and experience new places that they're gonna live, go off and do all these different things. And I know that there can be so much anxiety with this, but when we have faith in God and confidence in God, we know that even when we're trying something new. God can give us the strength that we need to make that new thing happen, to give us the ability to do that new thing, even if we have no idea what our future is going to look like. This past week, we just officiated one funeral. We have another one to come. But we have lost three faithful women in this church, three saints of this church within the last couple weeks. We have lost Wanda and Barb and Lois. But the thing is that because we have faith, Because our confidence is not in our own physical bodies, but because our confidence is in our God, we know that we have not actually lost those saints. We have not lost them, but instead they have returned home to the kingdom of God. And even though their bodies grew weak, even though their bodies couldn't continue on anymore, they are now fully rejuvenated in the kingdom of God. And we know that because we have faith. And because our confidence is not in our own selves, in our own bodies. Because our own bodies are going to fail us. Our own bodies aren't always going to last. But we have confidence not in our own selves, but in our God. So on this beautiful morning as we stand here in the courtyard, I want you to think about this, friends. Faith is when we have confidence in God, even when or especially when we lose confidence in ourselves. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things unseen. Faith is taking the first step, even if we don't see the whole staircase. This world is a difficult world to live in, and yet we hold on to our faith at all times, knowing that wherever we walk, God will walk with us. Wherever we fall, God's going to help to pick us up, because sometimes we mess up, and sometimes we fall, and sometimes we go crashing down. But it's God who lifts us up, and God who gives us strength. So hold on to your faith, whatever it is that you have in front of you. Whatever trials you have in front of you. Whatever you're facing in this life. Hold on to your faith. Knowing, friends, that faith is confidence in God. Not confidence in ourselves. But confidence in God. Thank God for that. Because I lack confidence in myself sometimes. But confidence in God, there's nothing better. Because God God never lets us down. God's always forgiving. God's always redeeming. God's always sustaining. That's what we need on this day. Faith. Faith. Even in the things unseen. And let's join in a moment of prayer. Holy and loving God, we thank you and we praise you on this day. And Lord, we just ask that you pour your Holy Spirit upon us, that you give us the faith that we can find in Jesus. That you give us faith and that you give us assurance and that you give us conviction. So no matter what we have in front of us, you can give us the strength that we need. Bless us, Lord, with the power of your Holy Spirit, here and now. Bless us always with your faithful assurance. Through Christ our Lord we pray. Amen.
3: our worship with our tithes and offerings. Obviously you can give online as well, but the uh, ushers will be around with the plates.
1: Let us pray together. Gracious God, may this act of giving transform our hearts and our minds. May you bless these gifts and use them to do your will. Through Christ our prayer. Amen. All right. so now we are going to do communion outside for quite possibly the first time, maybe the second time ever. So what we are going to do for communion as Mr. McDonald is coming forward at this time, we are going to have two sets of servers. Everyone by the way is welcome to take communion. One set's going to be right where Mr. McDonald is standing and then the other set will be back there. If you are unable, if you're not able to walk up and to come to where we are, Mr. McDonald will be watching and he will let us know when we can come to you. So make sure to make your way to, to one set of us to receive communion. Everyone, as I said, is welcome to receive communion. Come you who are weary and restless. Come all who hunger and thirst. We are ready. Creating God, source of all our being and all the earth, we thank you and we praise you for the gift of life. We thank you for calling us to obedience and for sending us Jesus to show us how to live. Jesus, our Savior, we praise you for the glory of redemption. It was you who suffered the world's pain so that we may live. We celebrate the Holy Spirit, our sustainer, who carries us through life with the love and the strength of the Lord. And we join in your unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. We gratefully recall and remember Christ's birth as one of us, Christ's baptism for our sin, Christ's compassion for our suffering, Christ's intimacy with our frailty, Christ bearing the cross with its death, and Christ rising from the tomb by the power of God. It was Jesus who took the bread, gave thanks, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, This is my body which is given to you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, Jesus also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do it as often as you drink of it in remembrance of me. And so we affirm the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Consecrate, therefore, by your Holy Spirit these gifts of bread and wine. Bless us that as we receive them, we may offer you our faith and our praise. We may be united with Christ and with one another, and we may be strengthened by the power of your Holy Spirit to continue faithfully as disciples in your world. And let us pray the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Through the broken bread, we participate in the body of Christ. Through the cup of blessing, we participate in the newness of life. All of those who need gluten-free wafers come to the front and not to the back.
0: There is a table in your presence. Where we our savior to your table now we come
1: and let us pray together we thank you lord for your presence strengthen us in faith increase our love for one another and let us show the world your greatness through jesus christ our lord and savior in the unity with the holy spirit we pray amen
0: Everyone needs compassion, love that's never failing, let mercy fall on me, everyone needs forgiveness, kindness of a Savior, the hope of nations, Savior, He can move the mountains, my God is mighty to save, He is mighty to save forever. Author of salvation He rose and conquered the grave Jesus conquered the grave Take me as you find me All my fears and failures Fill my life again Give my life to follow Everything I believe in Savior. He can move the mountains. My God is mighty to save. He is mighty to save. Forever author of salvation. He rose and conquered the grave. Jesus conquered the grave. Shun your light and let the whole world see. We're singing for the glory of the risen King. Jesus, shine your light and let the whole world see. We're singing for the glory of the risen King.
1: And now go forth with the blessing of God. Go forth with faith in God. Go forth with confidence in God. Go forth, be blessed, and be a blessing to all.